Welcome, everybody, to the Dirty Slides Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Prano, coming to you live from Los Angeles, California. Joined, as always, by my co-host from the Laz Lair in Venice Beach, California, Mr. Andy Laz Lazarus. What's up, Laz? It's Mitch Hanniger. Mitch, <laughs> Mitch Hanniger's up, Joe. Mitch Hanniger is, is what's up. You, we have so much, we have so, we have the hottest of stoves. Yeah. To, re- to report from winter meetings over free agents flying all around. The report was it was it was so hot. The hot stove was so hot. There was an arson watch. <laughs> arson Dude. judge to the dot to the Giants. It's a done it deal. It appears that arson judge is going to the Giants is what it said. It appears as soon as you see it appears Arson judge, and I didn't even catch arson judge. All I said saw was it appears judge it appears. giants. That's all I saw, and I knew immediately. Oh, we're not getting Aaron Judge. You you sat down at a dinner table. Mm-hmm. They said you are going to have a aged steak dinner. They put they put a a, a tray down in front of you. They pulled off the silver top. And underneath was a hamburger steak, 14 year old McDonald's hamburger <laughs> in the form of Mitch Hanniger. <laughs> God. All right. It's okay. So look, um, I knew Aaron judge wasn't going to the giants. I told you this, this is all a pipe dream. And but but what really bothers me um, is that they're not serious and they don't they don't understand they have to be more serious because nobody wants to play in that park which limits home runs in a town full of um a town full of sevens not hot girls a bunch of bums high taxes and a bunch of woke people that can't have any fun anyhow the thing about Aaron Judge or whoever else of of that i mean I was about to say of that level quality, but really obviously judges almost in a class of his own last year. Right. But, but in terms of big name free agents, what does it matter if you're signing a 10 year deal? Like who cares how many home runs you like, you're just getting on the not Like you're playing for your contract, right? Yeah. But you want to get in the hall of fame. You want to, you want to put up numbers. You want to get those commercials. You know, you want that ice, you want that bling, you want to be the man. And, uh, you know, I mean, I, I don't think it would have really affected Aaron Judge. I think he would have, you know, I, I don't think anybody was looking for him to hit 62 home runs again. Right. But, like, Aaron Judge is whatever ballpark is a 45 home run guy. Right. But but from the Giants' perspective, my, um, my issue is that you don't know. You have to overpay for these guys. Because that's the um, the feeling amongst all these players is that it you know it's not like Yankee Stadium it's not like hitting in a bandbox it's hard to hit balls out of there you know Barry Bonds but, had to juice uh, up and hit balls out of there. Also, at this point, everything's an overpay. 
for everybody, right? Is there anybody right. that's not like right. who who's this steal of a deal? I mean, if you look at at the actual conversion from player to money, like none of these guys are earning their contracts. Right? No. Like yeah. You know, the Mets just signed Brandon Nimmo for $120-plus million. Like, what the fuck are we talking about? Another guy we missed out on. You didn't want want Brandon Nimmo. Brandon Nimmo's so Giants for you. I I know, but I wanted Brandon Nimmo if he was, like, the third guy we got, right? If you got Judge Correa and Brandon Nimmo, I'd be like, that's sick. I'd probably rather have Judge Correa and Carlos Rodon, and I don't know why you guys aren't signing Carlos Rodon, by the way. Well, we'll get we'll get there. Let's start from the top down. We still, you know, <clears throat> I pulled up the MLB free agent tracker on what what website am I on here? The let's see, we got the fangraphs.com free agent tracker. So I can I can um sort these in all kinds of ways. Here's how I'm going to sort them. Here's how I've got them sorted. Mm-hmm. Projected war for the 2023 season. Projected war. The top free agent, Aaron Judge, back to the Yankees, $360 million, and AAV of $40 million. See, if, I'm, if I'm the Giants, I start at $40 million. I don't. I mean, like, oh, uh, the... The Yankees offered you two thirteen in April. Here, ten years for four hundred. Go. You know, don't be like, well, we're gonna go three hundred. What are the Yankees gonna do? You have to blow them out of the water. That's my point. Does Aaron Judge deserve some real applause here for essentially being the first guy in I don't know how long to at least reportedly turn down more money? I I mean, sure, but like I don't know that that offer that are we talking about the Padres? Padres offer? apparently were out there for four hundred million. Do you believe that? No, no. I mean, I believe they talked about it. I believe, but I don't think there was paper in front of them saying here's a, a contract for four hundred million dollars. That's what I think. You know, I think the Padre owners probably just fucking with the Giants owners. I think the ownership of the Giants is like really, really old. Well, how and, do you feel? About, how do you feel about Mitch Haniger? I mean, listen, like you know, I look up Mitch Haniger, right? He had thirty nine jacks in in twenty twenty one. Amazing. Mitch Mitch, Mitch Haniger, by the way, is about I don't know. I want to say we'll call it thirty two, eighteen right? down the list of the players. His projected WAR, his twenty twenty two WAR. Was 0. 0.8. 0.8. Not one full win above replacement players. His projected okay. war, his projected war for next year, two. Two okay. wins above above replacement players. Okay, so so great. That's better than what the Giants have now, which is essentially all replacement players. Right. You know, the Giants just need some major league hitters. And Mitch Haniger is a major league hitter. But uh, he's also on brand with the Giants. He's old, he's white, and he's hurt a lot. But he's the right-handed power hitter we need. Well, let's do this then. I want to start, since you're a Giants fan, let's just start talking about the NL West. The Padres, okay. the Padres okay. are all, are all the, Padres, the Padres are all in. Yeah. The Padres, in my opinion, are doing 
um, precisely what literally every owner should be doing. 100%. Um, they're going to make money. They will yeah. be, they will be a profitable organization. They were close last year. They made moves at the deadline. They got Soto. Um, they've in the last few years, given a big deal to, uh, Machado. They've given a big deal to Tatis and now they've given a big deal to Bogertz. Um, they are going for it and people yeah. keep saying, you know, I saw a tweet. There's no small markets, just small owners, which is totally true. 100,000%. They are doing it. They have, there is no salary cap in baseball. Yeah. The Padres are a team that's no never won a World Series. So the approach has to be who cares? Let's win a World Series and then we'll figure out how long this con this Bullard's contract or the Machado contract or if Tatis is opting out or do we give Juan Soto money after the year or in the year? You figure all that shit out later. First, win a World Series. You're for your first ever. And then you have a Dodgers team that's kind of holding at like they've they've they're like guys are leaving they re-up Clayton Kershaw one year 20 million dollars Trey Turner leaves Andrew Haney leaves uh Bellinger to Chicago for 17 and a half million oh, oh it's only 17 and a half yeah okay uh Tyler Anderson gone Turner like almost certainly not returning the Dodgers, Radon coming in, Shoyotani coming in. Right. I mean, that's the talk, right? It's yeah. this is some this is some move for Otani next year and blah blah blah. But the the NL West right now looks like Padres literally trying to win a World Series with every single move. Dodgers seemingly confident that they are a playoff team no matter what they do, just with their basis of their roster, add people or not. Uh, but you could, I mean, whatever they're doing right now, the Dodgers are trying to win the World Series. They're not not trying, like another team I can mention. Right. Yeah. But I mean, the Dodgers aren't. They're clearly not. They're not trying as hard as the Padres right now. Right, and I guess they're trying. Would this left. show you that they're not worried about the Padres? Like, I just think that the Dodgers are like, we're a playoff team, no matter what. And then we saw what could happen. The Phillies won 80-something games and right. go to the World Series. So, fuck it. We can make a move at the deadline. We can make whatever. But it doesn't right. seem like the Dodgers are in an arms race with the Padres. Well, no, not right now because they just signed Bogarts, right? And they got Juan Soto over the summer. But, like, the Dodgers got Freddie Freeman, and he was an MVP candidate. They got Mookie Betts a couple of years ago, MVP candidate, like like an annual MVP candidate. Yeah. Um, Justin Turner, I think, is still a free agent. Right. And he might end up coming back at, you know, um, you know, just because they didn't get Judge and they let Cody Bellinger go. Cody Bellinger was was ass last year, yeah. to be honest. Um, um but I I fully expect the Dodgers to replace these guys with something, whether it be uh, this free agent period, a trade over the summer, or next year, for sure. But 
Yeah, I mean, like, but they're trying. They're not trying as hard right now as as the Padres are. I mean, I was I was surprised Bogarts for, you know, when you have Tatis, but maybe they're feeling a little iffy about Tatis after the PED suspension, and now they have a Tatis replacement, or maybe they think, hey, maybe we'll throw Tatis in center field. He's he's young, you know. I don't know, yeah, but I mean, those are good problems to have. Exactly. I mean, that's that's the approach that I think the Padres are taking that more teams should take, which is like, we'll figure all that out. There's a DH now in both leagues. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, guys get hurt. Like we can move we can move guys around and play them wherever they need. But like Tatis, for the most part, wasn't playing shortstop there last year, and they went to the NLCS. So right. go right. get a shortstop and you'll figure it out. You know, right. Tatis will play exactly. center field, Tatis will DH. Tatis that you know they these guys can split time or whatever you want to do but the that's a the bottom line is the Padres are handling this the way I wish the Mets were and the Padres aren't don't have the richest owner in baseball aren't in the biggest market in baseball right. so I you know you have to applaud what the Padres are doing um I, I've said that we have single-handedly saved the Padres like this is impossible if we don't force them to bring back the Brown. Um, so you're welcome Padres fans, but they are absolutely going for it. And you could argue there's just no one going for it quite like them. Even, even my Mets. Nope. Although your Mets, I mean, the DeGrom thing to me is a complete, I, I mean, I'm, you know, I, I hate to repeat what, what you probably said, uh, on dirty sports and what we've talked about on the phone, but it does. It just doesn't make sense to me not to take a chance on Degrom for five years. Over, I am going right, to, I, but whatever. I'm going to repeat myself, uh, but without the the crazy ranting that I did last time. But I will put it the, I, to me. This is the simplest way uh, to look at what happened with Degrom and the way every Mets fan who's now coping uh, with this with this change as if it's like, okay, the number one ranked free agent in baseball was on your team last year. And he is no longer on your team next year because of money. Yeah. Would have never George Steinbrenner never lets that happen ever. No, no. And that's who Steve Cohen is seemingly trying to emulate and the bottom line is it just never happens and also it just seems to me it really pains me because i still think the mets are having a nice off season but that being the way it starts gives me a bad taste in my mouth because it's like it's it's almost as if every other move is to justify not losing the ground the ground so yeah. DeGrom has injury history. Nimmo has injury history. You won't go five years for DeGrom, but you'll go eight years for Nimmo. That's curious. That's curious. And it, it's weird. It's just as, as an aside, it's odd that a player like Nimmo, who's a really good leadoff hitter, you know, went before Correa, you know. But, I mean, if you're Nimmo, 
and somebody's offering you 180, what was it, 186, 182, whatever. 162 for eight, 20, basically 20 for million a year, 20.25 a million a year for eight years. Okay, so they signed a young everyday guy for eight years, but not the relatively young pitcher. For five. For five. Because of age and injury issues, but yet in the last three seasons, uh, Jacob DeGrom's actually pitched more than Justin Verlander, who's turning 40 before opening day, who you gave two years with a possible third. Well, I mean, at least they didn't give Verlander five years. Would you have lost your mind then? Well, of course, because that's <laughs> insane. But also, I would argue it's it's just as insane to justify it with yeah. Jacob DeGrom's 34. And yeah. these pitchers don't. And, and also, you're, you're now like, and I asked this to Andy Ruther, not, obviously not a baseball guy. So I'll ask it to you because he wasn't even really able to vocalize an answer. What do you think is more likely? Jacob deGrom at age 34 comes back from his injury troubles the last few years, pitches a full season in Texas, and wins a Cy Young. Or both Scherzer and Verlander's arms essentially fall off and neither of them pitch combined as many starts. Like, what do you think is more likely? DeGrom, back to old DeGrom, or uh, Verlander slash Scherzer fall apart at 40? Well, I mean, like, are you talking both or or? One of or, the Yeah, two. like, but, but yeah, uh, essentially both even. I, I would think it's more likely that one of those guys' arms fall off. 100%. Now, if you ask me, if DeGrom has a Cy Young year, what's more likely DeGrom has a Cy Young, Cy Young year um, out of the next three years or both of those guys' arms fall off next year, I'd be like, well, that's it's kind of 50-50. I, I just I, I I cannot believe Mets fans are coping the way they are. I can't believe people are like, yeah, you can't go five years for Jacob DeGrom. I mean, what are we talking about? We're talking about the best pitcher that the the Mets have had literally since Tom Seaver. Yeah, no question. And we lost him over money, over years, over money slash years. Apparently they offer him three at 45. It's like, and also I don't really understand this new AAV trend. Like let's pay more for shorter time. Don't you get three years from now and then just have to pay somebody else 45 million to come in and be the guy. Well, you get less risk as, as, as a club. I mean, like, I feel like um, for pitchers, it used to be like seven-year contracts, and now they're moving it down to five. And, you know, um, um, also for the players, the if you're going to tell me I can make $120 million in three years, right? And then I could renegotiate. Like, I, I'm 27, and I'm at the height of my powers. Instead of signing let's say 300 for 10, right? Um, and I could take a shot at taking like 120 now. And then 
in uh, three years renegotiate for 300 over five or something like that. Something ridiculous. You know, I probably got the ego and the moxie to like, yeah, I'll go for it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try but, it. but the thing I don't really understand even about the risk is we're, we're not in a salary. This is not a salary cap sport. So the risk is just that you're paying the money. It's not risk. Oh, no, that guy's arm blows out and we've got him for five years now. Now we have dead cap money that we can't spend That's true. on anybody. But there's also, I mean, you know, and this may be a less tangible thing, but there may be like, you know, like, let's say in five years, Yankee fans are like, oh, this judge deal is a fucking disaster. And then every day in the New York Post, you're getting flamed because you paid this guy who could barely walk is still owed another hundred da da da. Maybe like that is something that the owner's egos want to avoid. You know, it doesn't, I mean, it like it doesn't make sense on paper, but you know, these are all humans. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, also, I just think there's also like uh there's just a lot of owners who are old and you know, they remember when uh, baseball players were making 50 grand a year. And now all of a sudden it doesn't matter how much money they're making, you know, like these, these TV contracts are in the billions of dollars. It's also, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, I, 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 it's now (laughs) like this kid is making 180 million and they're sitting up there like not over my dead body. Cause I, I think that's what's happened with the giants. Well, the, my problem is, you you know, like you normally in the NBA or in the NFL, you go through these free agent deals and you're like, good deal, bad deal. Right. And, and and as I look down the, the deals that have been signed, I'll just like list players. The, these are the guys that have been signed for our projected war from the top down. Judge, DeGrom, Nimmo, Trey Turner, Bogertz, Verlander, Wilson Wait, Contreras. Nimmo's war is above Trey Turner's? Correct. Projected for next year. Okay. Um, Wilson Contreras, Kershaw, Andrew Haney, Jose Abreu, Anthony Rizzo. That's your top whatever 10 guys who have signed. Um, I like all their deals. Well, I like them all yeah. because what the fuck do I care? What, oh, in five, your money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But what you care about, what I care about is if like, let's say I went to a Giants game and I'm just the experience for me and my girlfriend or me and a friend is – $200 essentially. And I got to watch fucking Austin Slater play baseball. Like right. I don't give a fuck how much Austin Slater Slater's making. Exactly. So like you know? if if you if we go to that But I'm eating to- garlic fries and crab bowls at fucking 50 bucks a pop, I want to watch the best players possible. Right. So let's I think that everybody went in agreement and say Xander Bogarts uh $280 million 11-year deal with the Padres seems on paper as if it would be the worst deal that's been signed. Right. Of the big name free agents. Right? Uh, who's been signed? Uh, basically, the biggest names are DeGrom, Verlander, Judge, and... Trey yeah. Turner, Nemo, Verlander. Right. Like... To me, that's the worst, quote unquote, worst, like in maybe the most how reckless. Old, how old Bogarts? 30? Thirty. Yeah. And Trey Turner's like twenty nine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, what's the fucking difference? Right. So, <laughs> to to me, that's like quote unquote the worst deal. And meanwhile, I love it. 
Yeah. I love it. If I'm a, if I'm like, to me, I don't know who you are that goes like, nah, this was, I don't know how I feel. It's like, you're a Padre fan. You're not fucking ecstatic. These guys just went and got Bogarts. Yeah. You're not like, I mean, I don't, I, I guess I, I'm agreeing with you. I don't understand the idea of being like, oh no, um, that's too much money for somebody to spend on my player for my entertainment. Right. And, the, and to me, it's like, let's say, he gets it's two. He he's a two hundred eighty million dollar contract. Let's say instead of eleven, that that's eight, and you're just eating, you know, whatever that is for the last three years. You're eating twenty five million, eight years from now for the last three years of that deal, right? Yeah. Who everybody in baseball will be making twenty five million at that point. Yeah, and even fucking later. Yeah. Every single person will be a twenty-five million dollar player. Like I, I, to me, it's just like the. I think that we're at a point in baseball right now where, like, if you get the guy that you want, there is no bad deal. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And the only the only way it's a bad deal is if it is if it stops you from signing somebody else. Which is sort of my issue with the Mets is like, were the Mets afraid to make that deal for DeGrom because they spent so much money on Scherzer last year? And then they go, oh, let's let's go big again with Verlander. And that way we'll figure it out in three years. Like it all it's all in the same three years. And we just if we don't win it, then we figure out a new plan and we start it all over. And to me, I just think that's the wrong approach. I think the approach would just be like, get the guys you want. Who gives a fuck what it costs you? You're going to make money and you're definitely going to make more money if you compete for a championship. Especially when you got like a homegrown guy like DeGrom who like, you know, 10 year olds buy his, his jersey. You know, you had that guy. I mean, like what 10 year olds going to get a fucking Verlander Mets jersey. Right. Or like, uh, you know, it's you're going to get a Pete Alonzo jersey. Right. Or you're going to get a DeGrom jersey. Right. Yep. Or uh, is the shortstop you got from Cleveland? Lindor. Lindor, maybe. Yeah. Right. Uh, where that is the teams, Joe? At least you have three guys that your kids would buy jerseys. Who are you gonna buy a jersey on the Giants? I guess Mitch Haniger. I guess. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna take you from the top down of the guys who are unsigned. Yeah. Um, because again, we could go through Trey Turner's deal and Verlander's deal. And Jose Abreu's deal, uh, but oh God, why don't we sign Jose Abreu? That seems like yeah. like the cheapest, best deal ever. Yeah, because the Astros, the Astros know exactly what they're doing. Uh, three years, fifty-eight million. Are you serious? Yeah, for Jose Abreu, that's a fucking steal, and I don't even care about like good deals because you guys have you guys I don't even could, care about could, value. Because you guys have a fucking love affair with Brandon Belt that'll never oh, end. Oh, God, I hate Brandon Belt. I'm going to take you from the top down of unsigned players based on next year's projected war. Should we predict uh, where they go? Carlos Correa. Uh, the Yankees. You think Carlos Correa goes to the Yankees? Dude, Buster Olney this morning was like, I got a feet, I got a vibe about but uh the Yankees and Carlos Correa. I think the Giants are going to lose. Aaron Judge, Carlos Correa, and Carlos Rodon to the Yankees. All of them. All of them. And they're, and guess who we play in the first series of the year? 
The Yankees. The, the Yankees. <laughs> the Yankees. Well, yeah. that's the next guy on the list is Radon. Yankees. Dansby Swanson. Why? Okay. <laughs> Why are the Braves not signing this guy? I don't know. Because they they're uh, they like to go young and they'll bring the next guy up and they'll sign him for ten years in yeah. his in his first they week in professional pay, right? baseball and they'll convince some some upstart rookie to take a fourteen year sixteen million dollar deal. Okay, uh, Dansby Swanson, like I, he I feel like he's got Rockies written all over him. Wow, I could see that. Yeah. Or Diamondbacks, something like that. I don't Gene know. Who Segura. Gene Segura. John Segura. Jean. 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 Um, uh, how old is he? Uh, he's got to be. 32. Yeah, he's got to be. 33. 33. He's 33. Um, um, I see, like, uh, I see, I can see the Cubs making that deal. Who the Cubs have at shortstop? Anybody? It's a great question. Nobody of note. And and what deals have Chicago's done a few deals this uh they got um they got Cody Bellinger. They got uh who else do the Cubs got? Did they got the the kid from the lefty who used to be on uh the White Sox who kind of stinks now? I don't know. Here, here's here's the truth. You guys, the Giants are going to sign somebody who's 32 to 34, white, slow. I mean, it feels like it feels like it should have been Anthony Rizzo, but he's just too good for the Giants to sign. Anthony Rizzo back to the Yankees. Yeah, no. He loves I it. Was, I was just I was just thinking about like what fits the profile of the Giants' next guy, because it's obviously not Carlos Correa. Um, you know, he's too beige and probably costs too much money. So who knows? Like, maybe Justin Turner. Maybe they're going to sign <laughs> another crusty vet. They're going to replace Evan Longoria with Justin Turner. Uh, Chris Bassett. Does Chris, Chris Bassett, Bassett end up back on the Mets? I can see that. I can see that. You'd be like, oh, yeah, no to Grom, but we got game four Bassett again. Didn't well, he go up against uh, um, the kid who had the best outing of his life? He signed with the White Sox for the yeah. Padres. What's his name? Yeah. Uh, that big giant San Diego. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, this the reason I asked about the Mets is we also have floating around is the Japanese kid. There's the Japanese pitcher, which is, again, I made the joke yesterday, let kids believe in Santa Claus because Mets fans believe that some Japanese guy they've never seen pitch can replace Jacob deGrom. So, like, what the fuck are we talking But, like, you have Senga. Senga's going to end up in Boston or Seattle. Boston or Seattle. Seattle does love that, that move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, let's, what the fuck is Boston doing? Like... You give up Mookie bets for parts. I mean, Verdugo's okay. He's a nice player. He's probably the best, would be the best player on the Giants. But um, Mookie bets for parts. You let Segura walk. 
and uh, and then you're going to sign Senga. The the if you go through the top, I don't know, fucking fifty guys. Apparently, I met fifty. The top fifty guys, Boston signed nobody. They huh? signed Boston they has not signed has not signed one a, person. They they've just lost uh, Bogarts. Yep, they've not signed a single fifty top fifty free agent. Are you sure they haven't re-signed Dustin Pedroia? Because I feel like <laughs> they want a gamer. I want a sparky little gamer. Dustin's still got it. Um, Devers is coming up with them, right? Yeah. That's another stud that they'll I mean, probably And Evaldi's a uh, free agent. Benintendi, who's obviously on the Yankees last year. Yeah. Um, oh, Benintendi, that fits the Giants profile. He's probably too young, though. He could be. I mean, he he really does fit the Giants' profile. You know who the Giants are definitely going to sign? Who's that? Start at first base. Who's just so on brand? Will Myers. Oh man, I actually I've I've always liked Will Myers, but yeah. yeah. But is he the central fulcrum of your your lineup? No. But did you know he doesn't wear batting gloves? Oh, I love that about him. I love happy rapper. <laughs> They could be, they could be, you know, they get, they get a, a Will Myers. It's like, Hey, Brandon belt. You want to look at yourself in a mirror? <laughs> the reverse mirror. Yeah. Yeah. Do your swing. It's Will Myers. Hey, uh, want to uh, strike out looking or take a billion walks? Here's a guy that's you in a bizarre world. He actually did kind of pan out for a minute, but he's right-handed. <laughs> oh, they're going to sign him. Oh, can't wait. Mitch Hanniger, Will Myers, Jock Peterson against righties. Right now, what what team do you think improved the most? I mean, are we are we just going with the Padres? Just, I mean, it's really that deal alone. But, um, well, the okay, the Padres lost a pitcher that we were just talking about. Yeah, um, and. When it came and they lost Josh Bell, right? He went to the Guardians. Yep. Josh um, Bell to the Guardians. Manea. Kind of a low-key kind of nice move. Manea's in the, the top Guardians. 25, hasn't hasn't signed anywhere yet. Okay, so they've lost two pitchers possibly. Musgrove. Joe Musgrove. Musgrove, the Musgrove, Musgrove is still there, isn't he? The I thought he signed with the White Sox. No, I don't think so. Okay, all right. Um, so I guess it's the Padres because they've added, if Musgrove hasn't signed with the White Sox. No, I would Musgrove, say, Musgrove's still a San Diego Padre. Okay. Well then, what was I thinking? Um, then I guess it's, I guess it's San Diego so far because they've added Bogarts. Um, really the Yankees have just gotten back two guys. Right. Uh, they lost, uh, Jameson Tyone. Yep. Correct. Yep. Who is a like fourth starter for those guys? Or is he yeah. really no, he's a starter. Okay. Um who yeah, he, he's, he's, say, he, whoever signs of the big the big teams who are actually good, not counting the Giants, whoever signs Radone has improved the most. Whether that be the Dodgers, Yankees, Mets. Um actually the Mets, the Mets can't have improved. I mean the Mets the Mets lose to Grom, they replace him with Verlander. Verlander, they get him, they, and you replace him with Verlander and Radon. 
They get Nemo back. They they, get they got. They still need another hitter, though. Yes, they do. Absolutely. That's you know? that's something that that Mets fans are not talking about. We're all talking about this pitching, 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 pitching. And but it's when right, it came down to it, you guys didn't score enough runs. And right now the we're bottom. Your six through nine was ineffective. That's why there's this talk of Carlos Correa because, you know, he he would give us some flexibility. It's like, oh, he could go play third base. And now your outfield can be some combination of Canna and McNeil and Escobar if you know, you, you have this swapping rotation. McNeil's at second a bunch. Or Guillaume's over there. You can put McNeil in the outfield. Canada doesn't have to play every day. But to me also, I, I just don't understand. that. Uh, to me, it's like the Mets, forget Carlos Correa. Just get Benintendi. Who's, who's the best hitter left? Is it Correa? Because, like, if you really look yeah. at Correa's numbers. Absolutely. They're not, like, out of this world super impressive. Right. You know? He doesn't hit a ton of bombs. He doesn't have the huge average. I don't know what his OPS is, but of the three shortstops, um, I thought he was kind of the least in, least impressive splits between yeah. Trey Turner, Bogarts, and him. And I kind of wanted no. What I, I did want I I when we talked about Trey Turner v Carlos Correa, I think I was like I'll take Correa because he's younger. But then I looked at it and I was like it's. It's not as impressive as I in my mind he it. You know, he is. Right. You know. Maybe he's just hitting in that Houston lineup made it look better. But Correa know. Correa is the you know, the next Don't get me wrong, I would take him on the Giants to right now. Like right, right. Static. To me as a Met fan, I'm like, get Ben Intendi, let him play out in the outfield with Canna. They could split time lefty righty in the outfield. Yeah. Uh you and then go get JD Martinez. And let him go righty lefty with Vogelbach. Yeah, why not? Yeah. And then or be done. You have him have... be your DH. Right. Yeah, He's exactly. Awesome. DH. And then, yeah. you know, you have Vogie as a left, you know, a lefty off the bench. Right. To me, that's the thing. It's like you don't need Carlos Correa. And then and then if you want to spend the money, go get it. Go get the Japanese pitcher. Go get Senga. But I, at this at this at this point. This is what's weird about it is like you watch how it all played out last year. The Astros win. The Astros win it all. They go out and they get a Brayu first, fast. Yeah. They make a for deal. Nothing. They let Verlander go because they for have young pitching. million dollars they got a Brayu for. Yeah. They let Verlander go because they have young pitching and they're not about to spend on the guy who's 40. Mets swoop in, take him because they refuse to spend on their best pitcher that's been alive since Tom Seaver. Otherwise, the teams that were in the mix, Philly obviously upgrades with Trey Turner, but the Dodgers aren't upgrading. The Padres are upgrading. The Phillies are upgrading. The Mets are borderline, borderline upgrading. Maybe, yeah, I'll say upgrading overall. The Yankees aren't Not yet, upgrading. though, because they haven't, they lost to Grom and they signed a guy they already had. Yeah. Yeah, you, you listen. At best, they're even. Yeah, but then they get David Robertson. They get Quintana, you know, they're Jose Quintana. That yeah. Jose Quintana. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of. Jose Quintana. They got him. Pretty nice. Pretty nice. Yeah. I mean, I think he's kind of a six in. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it to you this way right now. Based on how everybody finished last year, 
and then based on the signings that have happened so far. And you can keep and 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 the one the one sort of uh addition to this question that I'm gonna add is if the guys who are still available go there. Like you, you have Correa and Radon and Segura and Avaldi and Bentendi and those top the top guys that are sitting out there still in the mix. Which what major league baseball teams are legit? World Series contenders based on where they were last year, what they've done in the offseason, or what they could potentially do in the offseason. I'm going to start in your NL West. The Dodgers, we agree, are still legit World Series contenders? I agree. Yes, they are legit World Series contenders, but they need to sign Radon to be truly, truly legit or somebody of that ilk. I don't know what pitcher is left. It's Radon, basically, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, if, if the Padres, if the Padres re-sign all their pitchers, the same guys they had last year, they are certainly World Series um, uh, candidates. The Giants are not. The Diamondbacks. The Giants get Correa, Radon. Still no. The Giants get Correa and Radon. World Series, no. Playoff, yes. Okay. Yeah. Arizona, Colorado. They could, they could, both of those teams could get Radon, whoever, and whoever Correa gets Dan and Dan Swanson. Swanson. whatever. I don't see it, but you know what? I mean, the the Diamondbacks had some talent last year and they just kind of fell off a little bit at the end, but I don't see it. No, I would Cincinnati, say no. Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, no, no, right? No, no. Chicago, <laughs> Chicago has added Correa, Radon. Chicago has added Bellinger already. Right. Chicago has added uh James Jameson Talion. Yeah. Already. Yeah. Uh that's what Chicago's done. Well Is then Chicago- I would say if they get Korea and Radon, they're a playoff contender. If they get Dansby Swanson and Radon? Playoff contender. Okay. I don't know if they're a World Series. Okay. Yeah. 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 Milwaukee. Milwaukee got uh Cincinnati's own Jesse Winker. Uh, correct. Um uh they still have Corbin Burnson. Corbin Burns. Yeah. Mr. Burns. Um if they get Redon, I think they're a World Series. They they were right there. I think they're a World Series contender. Okay. Redon. Saint Saint yeah. Louis is Saint, Saint Louis is Saint Louis currently a World Series contender? Okay, so they just up they just picked up Contreras. Correct. Not Yachty with the glove, but more than Yachty with the stick. Right? Right. Um just kind of a dog too. Um yeah, I think if they get Radon, they're absolutely a contender. Okay. I don't think they really need Correa, but right. sure, why not? So right now we're Okay, so then we go to the East. Uh, Atlanta, Mets, Philly, all contenders currently? Yeah. Yeah. Miami, Miami, Washington, nothing they could do. Nothing they could do. Although, yeah, Miami, Washington, nothing they could do. So right right now, currently, you have the three NL East teams, St. Louis, 
the Dodgers and San Diego. You have six World Series contenders right now with a couple of teams milling around with a potential free agent signings. I mean, like, I think the Brewers, if they get both, if somebody has some miracle, the Milwaukee Brewers sign Carlos Rodon and Carlos Correa. Yeah. Yeah. I think they got a shot for sure. Houston, uh, Houston is the defending champ. So they are currently World Series contenders. A hundred percent. And now they got a Brayu? Seattle. Seattle, World Series contenders. Uh World Series contenders as is? As is. No, but I mean, I think they they definitely showed a lot of people um their playoff contenders as is right now. Right. You no. Know? Did they pick up Colton Wong? That was it. That was their big move. And they're going to pick their... up Senga. We yeah, we think. I mean, even if even if that's their pickup. Yeah, I think they're playoff contenders. Right. I think they're playoff contenders. Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, even with Otani, even with Trout, unless you know, they, sorry. what if they go what if they go Radon Correa? And the, it's going to go the same way. They're just, just it's, it's just it's impossible. The the energy suck that is the big A will suck the energy out of those two players too. Oakland is not a anything contender no matter what. No matter what. Uh the Texas Rangers, they get to Grom. They got, they got the Grom. They got, they got Bochi. Bochi. They got Corey Seager. They got uh the guy from Cal who's the A shortstop who yep. went to the Marcus Blue Jays. Simeon. Marcus Simeon. Um I'm gonna say right now they're playoff contenders. Playoff contenders. Yeah. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Not not uh, you got uh, Boach and you got DeGrom. Yeah. Go. Playoff contenders, but not World Series contenders. No, not yet. No. They need is, some, is they need any, to make trades. Obviously, some team in the central has to make the playoffs. But Casey, Detroit, Minnesota, Chicago, Cleveland, essentially nothing anybody could really do right now to get themselves into World Series contention. Agree? I agree. Agree. Now, White Sox, if the White Sox get Radon returns to the White Sox and Carlos Correa, I don't know, play probably moves to third, right? But you've also lost Jose Abreu. Right. Correa doesn't really make up for that Abreu production, I wouldn't think. It's a nice player. Uh, I say with Radon, they have another pitcher. They finished 81 and 81 last year. I'll give them playoff contenders if they pick up both those guys. AL East, Boston, they've got the money. They could sign, they could sign all, they could sign Correa and Swanson and Radon. Like they could, they're not going to because they just let Bogarts go. So they're clearly not playing that game at all. They let Bats go. Boston, is this because they bought the Penguins? This is because there's rumors of them going on? swinging this to buy. They're selling to buy something else. They're blah, blah, blah. But the bottom line is n- no sign of them signing anybody. So Boston. Are they in? Do we know if they're in um, the uh, Broadway show game? Like <laughs> the guy who sold Babe Ruth? The, the producer. Back to this. Yeah. <laughs> is it the 100 year Broadway cycle? Baltimore, a little bit of a, a little bit, a little sneaky last year, but I don't think, the, I don't even think Baltimore is a couple moves away from being a World Series contender, correct? I don't think so, but I mean, look, they they finished over 500. They had 
the catcher from Oregon State, the number one draft pick who came up last year. I can't remember his name, but yeah. he's a stud. Yeah. Cedric Mullins is a stud. I don't know off the top of my head who they have as far as pitchers, but not enough of them. Not enough, but if they got Radon and Correa, I think they're a playoff contender. I mean, they're almost yeah. last year. Tampa Bay, legit World Series contender? I don't think so, but, you know, they're always in the mix. You got to give them, I mean, if 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 you ask me if they send those two guys, I think they're. Which we know they won't. Oh, because they, they won't. That's not, they, they won't. We, we know they won't. So are they a borderline World Series contender for you? I feel like they are a World Series I contender. I think they're always me. a borderline World Series contender because we don't know what they got coming up the pipeline. Toronto, World Series contender as is? Uh, if they sign Justin Turner, as we've suggested, they need right. a crusty vet. They need a crusty vet. So they need one or two crusty vets. And uh, I mean, as is, no, they're not because um, they're still a little discombobulated. They, you know, they really kind of fell apart in the playoffs. They really need a really great playoff run to get that stink out of the way, you know? So, but uh, they need a little bit of leadership. And uh, then they will be legit. But I would say they're playoff contenders for sure. And the Yankees, World Series contenders, especially if they add anybody else? They need Redon. They need okay. So Redon can't go everywhere. But let, let, let's let just let's just throw this out there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you... Right now, they can't be World Series contenders because the Astros absolutely own them. I'm going to give you this. The Los Angeles Dodgers. The San Diego Padres. The St. Louis Cardinals, the Mets, Phillies, Braves, Houston, the Yankees, and Tampa Bay is one of those teams your World Series champion next year. Absolutely, a hundred percent. Like if I gave it to you and I said, you know, I mean, I mean, if I bet on any of those guys, fucking Houston. No, but I'm saying <laughs> our, our World Series, our World Series champ isn't coming from outside that group, correct? Oh, is it? I I wouldn't think so. No, I would not think so. No, no. You know, I think whatever surprise the Orioles have up their sleeve or the Guardians with Josh Bell or who could be sneaky good again, the Rangers. No, none of them are going to win the World Series. Yeah, they're probably coming from that group. You said the Phillies, right? Yeah. To me, this is to me, this is sort of the conversation that needs to be had in baseball. There's so much parody in the NFL. Um but is the, there? Well, I mean, let, I know there there is to like get in the playoffs. Right. But really, I mean, I think there's four teams in the NFL who could honestly win the Super Bowl. Right. But before the year, before the year, if I did this list of teams for the Super Bowl, would would the Eagles have been in your list of possible Super Bowl champs? Maybe not. Maybe, Maybe not, not. Right. Maybe not. Yeah. Um, and and then you have the you have in baseball the series where really it tends to be the best team comes out. You know, the Phillies made a Cinderella run. Now the Phillies have added Trey Turner. So they're like legitimately trying to do it. But I think this is where we're at in baseball right now. And the reason I wanted to do that is it just seems to me that free agency is not over. But 
you are you already had to be yeah you already have to be in one of these groups in in one uh you you have to be one of these teams to even be considered a chance to win the world series next year even if you're even if you're the, the Rangers and you sign the top three guys left, you probably don't jump into that group. So it's kind of, uh, this is what's frustrating, especially as a Mets fan. I mean, I know we're, we are in that group, but for baseball fans everywhere, it's like, if you're not doing it year in and year out, and by doing it, I mean, adding guys like kind of doing what the Texas Rangers are doing. They went big last year. They went big this year. They got to go big next year. And then they're in the group. Yeah. But if you're not doing it every year, you're not really in the conversation. No. And the thing is like, um, let's use the Giants as as an example. If they did what the Astros did, right? Immediately. Sign Jose Abreu for peanuts, right? For under the going rate of the kind of player he is. Right. Now, now signing Aaron Judge doesn't seem like a, this crazy pie-in-the-sky situation. Right. Signing Carlos Correa doesn't sound like, you know, like the the bigger stars you get, the more stars you attract. Right. But trying to start out, you know, like the Giants, before they signed Barry Bonds, you know, Ellis Burks wasn't coming over. Joe Carter wasn't coming over. Like, right. you know what I mean? You know, Eric Davis in the final years of Eric Davis aren't coming over. But we ain't got nobody like that. Right. Now. It's it's almost like for the Giants, I almost feel like if you signed Abreu to start your offseason, and then you signed Judge, and then you signed Rodon, you have built the groundwork for being competitive after next off season when exactly. you add three more. Right. Exactly. Exactly. But now we're back in the same boat. We're like, Oh, please, 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 please cover a game. And like everybody kind of smells, sorry, comes to our team. We'll, we'll pay you anything you want, but people smell the desperation and we don't have any legitimate dude. Who's like, yeah, it's cool over here. Come on over. I don't think Mitch Hanniger gets that done. You know, and I, and I just think, I mean, it's, uh, I, listen, I've been a, I've been adamant that baseball needs a salary cap for as long as I've been on earth. Yep. But now we have the richest owner in baseball. I'm like, well, fuck it. If they're not going to have a salary cap, let's spend all the monies. But San Diego's doing it. It's like, they're no market team. They're a small market team. They, have a they have a guy come up through their system that's good. They use that to then go. Now we're gonna get Machado. Now we're gonna get Bogarts. Now we're gonna trade for Soto and probably sign him. And now we're gonna do it. And it's like in a matter of three years, you know, we joked about bringing back the Brown, but like they brought back the Brown, and they also were just like, we're gonna change. We're gonna get a bunch whole, of Brown players too. Yeah, we're gonna change our whole franchise. Yeah. In a matter of three years. Yeah. Yeah. No, 100%. And if you're one of those teams out there, if you're Philly, if you're, or sorry, if you're Pittsburgh, if you're any team in the AL Central, if you're the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, if you're who, who the fuck ever. Why have a salary cap if all these teams are capping themselves? Right. You know, why even do it? They don't want to play. 
I mean, what they really should do, like we said, is have a salary minimum. Right. Or if you don't go over a certain salary, you're not um, you're not uh, like sharing in revenue shares. Like, sorry, you lost your revenue privileges for the year. But it's fun to be a an Orioles fan and have a surprising year. It's fun to be the Seattle Mariners and be in the playoffs before maybe you thought you would. But, but then, it, but then but, the next couple of years, let's say those 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 kids you brought up have a sophomore slump or whatever. Now you're back to the bottom again. You know what I mean? To me, it's like you have to add. You have to build on add, that. Always. You have to you have to build on it immediately. Yes. Yeah. You can't just sit and wait. I mean, I mean we're, we're even talking about Toronto in, with a stacked offensive lineup of former Major League All-Stars children who went out and got George Springer last year, went yeah. out and got Gossman last year. We're still talking about borderline not World Series contenders because they haven't done anything this offseason. No, nope. they haven't got Justin Turner like they need to. Right. Or Joey Votto or some crusty Joey bat. Votto. Oh, Joey Votto. Oh, my God. Free Joey Votto. My poor bastard. Yeah, it, I, I feel like I feel like the Giants are now the Cincinnati Reds, where the, our ownership group is like, where are they going to go? We got the garlic fries. They love these <laughs> garlic fries. They can't resist these garlic fries. There's like mind-controlling... Uh, substances in these garlic fries that makes you think that you know watching austin slater play baseball is a worthwhile activity what, what are the Cincinnati reds yeah and but <clears throat> i think that's sort of where we are with baseball right now and i know you know if somebody's listening to this episode it's almost like what are you guys saying and i think at this point it's like in the 90s there was the yankees and there was sort of everybody else and right now you're either the Yankees. Your your attitude has to be we are also the Yankees, or your attitude is we are also the Reds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You kind of just got to pick your lane. And I said that on the Dirty Sports podcast the other day. I said you can be George Steinbrenner or you can Billy be Billy Bean, but you can't be both. You no. can't. No. You either got to be trying to be the Yankees or trying to be the Astros or, you know, you're the San Anselmo Giants, which is what we are, you know, which, by the we're way, the, we're the we're the Sacramento Rivercats is who we are. Right. Which, by the way, it's it, it almost feels like in the Orioles. We talked about this on the show. The Orioles have the current the, the Orioles current GM is the Astros former assistant GM. It's like that's also a process. That's yeah. a strategy of saying. We know we're not ready to contend. We're not going to spend the money now. We'll spend the money on the Justin Verlander. We'll trade for the Justin Verlander and then give him another deal when we're ready. You know, the the famous Sports Illustrated article or cover story, Houston Astros, your 2017 World yeah. Series champs. You know, um, that is a strategy. But to me, there's there's even very few teams that fall into that category. I kind of think that you're but if you're you're one of those teams, you have to be like the Astros stunk for so long that they acquired all these number one picks and they hit on all these number one picks. I mean, maybe uh, Altuve wasn't a number one pick, but Correa was and and uh, Springer was and all these these guys. Um, um, you you got to hit on them. 
You know, I don't, I don't, I, I keep going back to the Giants, but the Giants don't hit on them. They just don't because they keep drafting these same, you know, SEC seniors from Vanderbilt. You know, yeah, but I, and and that's the thing. I look around the league and I see, okay, yeah, Houston's got a little of that, or sorry, uh, you know, um, uh, Baltimore's got a little bit of that Houston vibe. Right. Seattle's got a little bit of that Houston vibe. But the Pirates don't. The Pirates, the Pirates don't. Cincinnati doesn't. The Cincinnati Marlins doesn't. don't. Yeah. Yeah. So the Nationals I don't, don't. I don't know, man. If you're not if you're not trying to sign all the best players, then you better have a Dominican Academy, or you bet you better you know figure something else out. Like set up academies in Venezuela, the Dominican, Curacao, whatever. Yeah, it, it really players. it really feels like your your options are be the Yankees, be the Reds, mm-hmm. or a very, very there's a very very small group where you could say be the Astros, which is probably Toronto, Seattle, Toronto, Seattle, Baltimore. Yep, Tampa Bay yep. is their own. Tampa Bay is their own weird. Small markets, good. Oakland's its own weird thing. Yeah, you know, but I mean that had it. That had a half life. It seems like that well is dried up, you know. But for twenty years, that worked out kind yeah. of. Didn't win a World Series, right? Exactly. Didn't win a playoff series, but you know, they were competitive, and every year, you know, they were a fun team to watch. I mean, if you went and saw them, but nobody did. But you know. They're fun to watch on YouTube, I guess. And and that's the thing as a Mets fan, that that's what that was what was really kind of most frustrating about the DeGrom thing, which is these are your options in life. And as a New York as a Met fan and a team that's based in New York, it's very clear that you that you have to be the Yankees. Yeah. And this was your first real test. Of you know it was fun. You go out and get Omago, and you get Lindor, and da 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 da. But now you've got like a real test of like of balls, basically, of like what do you believe in? You know, do you believe in this guy who's been the best pitcher since Tom Seaver? Like you say, he's been a little bit hurt here and there, but you know, do you do you, are you going to stand by your convictions and re-sign this all-time great Met? And, you know, he froze up, it seems like. And then you're like, ah, we'll get Justin Verlander. Right. And and listen, I don't hate the Verlander signing. It just no. seems it just seems like it goes in direct conflict with what you just said about why you're not going to sign Jacob DeGrom. Yeah. But I mean, this this is what I've really taken away from. But this. at least you have Verlander. Right. We have Verlander yeah. and we have Scherzer. And to me, they've got they to me, if you want to be the Yankees, you can't be done. Yeah. Yeah. If 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 you the the thing is George Steinbrenner never would have let Jacob DeGrom leave. But if you do let him leave, you better get three of them to replace him. It better be the Japanese kid or Radon or whatever. Yeah, you better get Radon to be honest. I think. I mean, I don't know anything about this Japanese kid, do you? Is this no. Senga? Yeah, I've never seen him pitch one pitch ever. Have a gyro ball like that other guy? <laughs> whatever that was. Uh, yo, I just saw a picture of Xander in Padres colors and it looks so natural on him. He looks just 
just right in this Padre Brown. Yeah, I know. It's it's. I mean, like he was born to it. It's uh, to me the Padres are like. To me, it's like I I applaud the I stand up and I applaud the Padres because in a world where you've got to be the Yankees or you've got to be the Reds, they're a small market team that said, "Fuck it, we're, let's we're be the Yankees." Now, I think when we started this this podcast, we said that San Diego was your last trip on your way to the Mexican leagues, right? Now, it's Cincinnati or uh, San Francisco. Yeah, you know. The, the it, 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 it's There's probably, probably always the pirates. Yeah, and it's probably not San Francisco because the guys who go to the Mexican leagues won't go to San Francisco because they're not they're not white. Yeah. <laughs> it's not on brand. Uh by the way, we traded uh Brian Reynolds to the Pirates for Andrew McCutcheon, and now Brian Reynolds wants out, and uh we won't go get him back, I'm sure. Now I'll I'll let's let's wrap up on this because you're a Giants fan. You missed out on Judge, okay? Yeah. I live I live in a world. I'm a free agent. I'm actually if they don't sign anybody, what I'm going to do is what I did with the year 2000 Warriors. I'm not divorcing them, but I'm separating from them and I'm going to and I'm going to enjoy uh that year I just enjoyed watching the Kobe Shaq Lakers cuz it was fun to watch. But let me so, let me let me ask you something. This is, right now, we we just went through seven teams that we think could win the World Series, with or something like that. Seven groups. There's 30 teams in baseball. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, the the you, I am my. We just said you got you got to be the Yankees or you got to be the Reds, right? Yeah. My team has decided we are going to be the Yankees. Now, are they doing that full throttle? Yeah, like I'm fine medium. with it. They're 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 the trying. Yankees medium. Yeah, they're 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 trying to be the Yankees. Okay. Yeah. Um, you your team falls into we're gonna we're gonna be the Reds with garlic fries. How? What do you to, for the for the other twenty two fan bases out there that listen to our show? What's your move here? Like, what's your move as a fan? Are you hoping that they sign a couple of these guys? Or at this point, do you not? Like, to me, if you sign Correa and Rodon, you're not World Series contenders. So do you even want them? Or do you want them now? Who are we we talking about? The Giants. The Giants? Yeah. You want them now? because no, I want them. I want them. I want, I want, I don't, I I don't want them for me. Right? I want for that 10-year-old kid who's like, I'm a Giants fan. Who do I connect with? I'm going to get a Carlos Correa jersey. I'm going to get a Redon right. jersey. Or, like, I want it for that kid, you know, have something to root for. Because um, that Giants team was dull. And the worst thing you could be is dull. Like, the Reds don't win any games. But the Reds hit bombs, right? Or they used to. I don't know if they hit bombs last. Yeah. yeah. But a couple of years ago, they were hitting bombs and, and talking shit. And they're at least fun to watch. Giants are like watching paint dry. Yeah. You know? So do I, but I think they'd be playoff contenders if they had those two guys. And, and you like, gotta, and you gotta start, you, and, you gotta and start t- somewhere. You gotta start somewhere. And you can, you can't have two or three consecutive good free agency off seasons until you Unless have, you have one. one. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. 
Exactly. So, yeah, if I was any of those fan bases, I'd want all the players. All of them. Miami. If you're a Miami Marlins fan, never met one. Actually, I met one. Marcos the Red. <laughs> Marcos the Red. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you should want Carlos Redon. You should want uh, Carlos Correa. I think that's, you know, this is this off this free agency period, this hot stove has really made me look at baseball in in a whole new way. It's just that's just where we are now. It's like you be the Yankees or you be the Reds, but even if you're going to be the Reds, start beating the Yankees now and then really be the Yankees in two or three years. Yeah, you you know, you got to start somewhere. Start being the Yankees. Really, yeah. you should try to do. Cuz uh the Padres started trying to be the Yankees when they uh signed Manny Machado for what seemed like at the time a ridiculous amount of money, right? It was like right. the first $300 million contract. Yeah. Seems crazy. Now it seems like a good deal. You know? And it, and it was just a piece. It was just a piece. It was just a piece. Laz, where can everybody find you? Andy Lazarus on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, yeah, Venice Gay's on Instagram and TikTok. I'm at Joe Prano on everything except for Twitter, where I'm still at Fix Your Life. JoePrano.com for shows. Got shows coming up here in Southern California for the rest of the year. Then we go New York, Vegas, Wilmington, North Carolina, and on and on and on. And soon we'll be into baseball season. So look at your calendar. Wherever the Mets are playing on the road, I'm probably going to book a comedy show there. <laughs> uh, so get there. Laz, I think what we're going to leave everybody on is uh, that in in baseball right now, uh, like we've said, these are these are the situations, and and every every franchise like your Giants that isn't attempting to do it, what they are feeding you instead of a instead of hope, instead of the hope in the spring that we too can win the World Series, they're feeding you garlic fries, garlic fries, Cincinnati. They're feeding you not hope of a championship. They're feeding you chili on chili spaghetti. On spaghetti. Yeah. With a, in Seattle, with a side of fuck'em sauce. Yeah, Seattle, they're right there. Okay. You have you have some hope. You have some hope, right? Yeah. You got some hope. But in Kansas City, I'm sure they're feeding you a nacho helmet full of barbecue or something <laughs> like that. Everybody's feeding you. Touch on Kansas City today. It wasn't even. A, wasn't even a, oh, well, at least you got Mahomes, bro. Yeah, you got Mahomes, and he's part of the ownership Royals group. ownership now. But essentially, if they're not feeding you the hope of a World Series, they're feeding you their version of garlic fries with a little bit of fuck up sauce. Yeah, yeah. Fuck garlic fries. Fuck them.